All right, welcome to the first podcast. Podcast. Uh, I'm Ryan, or I'm, I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Nick. No. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm actually Nick, and then that's Ryan. Yeah, my my uh, my, my co-founder here. My co-founder. Ooh, my co-founder. Uh, today on our agenda, we're gonna be talking about video games. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go into what we think is the best games of all time. Uh, what we want to see in the upcoming releases of games in 2020. And we're gonna think of, and we're also gonna take a game that we've bought before and like that ended up being terrible, and we're gonna we're gonna give ways that it could have been improved in our opinion. Also, if we and had also, finally, oh if, yeah, wait, go ahead. If we have our own resources, like the big developers do, like Valve, what would we like to see in a game? Well, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we gotta ask those questions ourselves. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll just you know dive right into it. You know. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So, Ryan, Ryan what, in your opinion, what is the best game of all time? The best game of all time. Okay. So, in my opinion, I would have to say Portal 2 because Portal, Portal 2. Portal 2. Okay. The reason behind that is it was just so... Well, not... Portal 1, 2, in a way, because that was just the innovativeness. Portal 2 just built on it and, like, it just... It made... It was, like... It was a puzzle game, but it had... It just had the... the I don't know. It just... It just was different. It just felt different. It wasn't like any other puzzle game that was already in existence. It had its own unique element of like... It had its connection to the, the player, right? It has connection to the audience, yeah, is what you're trying to say. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. What was the first time you played through Portal 2? The first time I played through Portal 2? Oh, yeah. That was like 2012. I was pretty young. And... Was Back, it on the Xbox? I was on the Xbox 360. Yeah, right. I know, I was a scrub for not playing on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the Xbox 360, I, I played through it a little bit, but I did, like, I was so young, I just, I couldn't play through it. Like, I couldn't get past the test. So I put it down, but a few years later, a few years later, I got back to it and I completed everything. It was, it was. Well, that, that, that's not like a problem with the game. It's not like like a few years passed and like the game got better. No, you were just a kid, which means you were stupid. Oh, it's dumb. I know. It was. Yeah, you know. That, that, that's just the best I, thing about I it. I couldn't and honestly. I was I was thinking about Portal 2. I was I was actually like while I was trying to think of games that like I I consider like the best. Um, Portal 2 was like one of the, like the first ones I thought of, but I could I just couldn't like pick it. I couldn't put it above what I actually chose. What did you actually choose? Well, okay. Well, I had this was a two day this was a two way tie for me. These are two games which are completely well. I mean they're not completely different. They kind of play the same way. And they're by the same developer, so I love this developer. This is probably the best game developer I've ever heard of. Uh, it, play their games a lot. Is it's not Valve, is it? It's not Valve. It's it not is Valve. not Valve. Okay. It is Look, Naughty Dog. Give me the Naughty Dog. Give me the developer. Is my favorite. I'll guess. I'll guess. Yeah, Naughty Dog. That's Naughty Dog. Okay, I won't be able to guess that. So. And and the best part is is like I played both of these games within like a week of time because like the like the two games I thought of a, a tie for, I like uh, I played both of them mm-hmm. on my brother's PS4 like two summers ago and just fell in love with both of these games and I honestly think they're my favorite games of all time. Really? And they're by Naughty Dog. Are they PS4 exclusive? So exclusives? the one that's tied, so like yeah, they're they're PS4 exclusive. Okay. And so the first one that tied for me, uh. Is Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, and 
I I loved this game so much. I I pulled an all-nighter playing this game entirely through. Really? In one night? I played this like four-hour game entirely through in one night. How yes. long does it take to play through? Um. Well, like. Well, the way I was doing right, right? Because we had like the Uncharted Remastered collection. Yeah. It's like I, I like I beat one, at, like that night of like maybe 11 o'clock, and I started two, and I was like, you know what? I'll just play through like the first chapter of two. <laughs> that did not end and, up like, happening. Get off. So like, okay, so like, let me let me give you a little bit more background here, right? So in Uncharted One, uh, you're you're playing like Nathan Drake, this famous explorer, and like, you're you went you go to this island with like this reporter and your old friend, and you're looking for what he believed was his ancestors. Uh, what do you call it? Like fortune. It was called Drake's fortune. Oh, I've heard of it. I've right. Heard of and um. Basically, they went to what they thought was like El Dorado, and they were like trying to get like the lost city of gold and stuff. Okay. And uh, it was like a, it was a good game, you know. You like explored the island. You dealt with like supernatural forces that Nazis tried to harness. You know, it was it, it was a good like tidy game. But Uncharted 2 is just so much better, so much unbelievably better it that it's 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 pro yeah it's like the. the Best game in like in all out all. Does it continue the story of Uncharted One? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Like it's still Nathan Drake, and I and it takes place I think like five years after is the canon okay, okay. timeline. But like okay, so like in Uncharted Two, it opens up with you like in a bar like in some island like Tahiti or something, right? Yeah. And uh, like so like you're just sitting there at the bar and you're drinking your thing. And, like your friend comes up to you like you haven't seen this guy in years. Right? He's like, yo, I got a job for you. We're gonna go rob this thing in Paris. Just casually, like they met like yesterday. Yeah, they, they uh, like they they could have met yesterday. And he's like, you know what? We're gonna go rob this bar in Paris. <laughs> ah, and like not not we're gonna go rob this museum in like I don't know if it was Paris, but it was like some European country. Okay. Right, I I think it was France, but I wasn't entirely like I don't remember. Okay, okay. But like, uh, and like you fell in love with like this guy's like sidekick, which is like this just the best way to put it at this point, okay. right? Okay. And uh, like so like there's like a love relationship between you and this sidekick that happens in like a cutscene, and then you actually start like robbing this mu like museum or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You sneak past the guards you're using tranquilizer guns. You're not killing anybody, and you get to the thing, right? And like this guy betrays you, oh. and you get sent to prison. And it's like a guy that casual cannot be trusted. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like that—that—that that, that was like a great opening to a game because it's one of those things where like I have to see what happens next. Does this get vengeance or whatever? Right? Yeah. And so his sidekick like comes and gets you from jail, and you think that she's working with him, and it's all of this. And then you find out later on, right? Mm -hmm. That he's working with like this Russian private militia, uh, like mercenaries basically, mm -hmm. to go find this another like supernatural, super religious like city, mm -hmm. and like just like I don't remember like the exact details, but that's just like the story. Yeah. And like this game plays so well, and like oh uh, no no I was wrong I'm right okay so the game chronologically begins at like at the bar. But you start off hanging at the edge of a snowy train in a snowstorm, and you're about to die. And then That's it goes it back. And then it goes. And it goes back in time. Oh my gosh. And it, it's like I'm not gonna spoil like the ending for you. Oh yeah, you definitely like, don't. <laughs> yeah, because who knows? You know, the Troy became human. You know, came came on. You know, Epic Games. I hope these games do because I would definitely buy all of them. Mm -hmm. But that was that was 
in 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 a tie with my actual choice. And the other the other game, I I, I chose to be the best game. This was this was second place basically. I'll put it there. But it was a close second, Ooh, like okay, well, unbelievably close. What was it? All right. The other game is I would say this is the best game of all time, and I really want a sequel. I would say is The Last of Us. That's another one I don't know. So. <laughs> The Last of Us is just gripping. It's a great zombie game. The mechanics feel great. The rem the remaster makes it look beautiful. Would you say it's the best zombie it's... game of all time? Yeah, by far. Really? And the only and the only reason is it's so relatable, right? Because like when it came out, people just thought, oh, it's like The Walking Dead was like huge at the time, right? So people thought, oh, this would just be another crappy game. But this is just it's so much different from The Walking Dead. Really? And uh, yeah, it's just because the, 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 these are like the Walking Dead's just people dying, right? And people stabbing zombies after a while. Like the first season of The Walking Dead's, yeah, it's cool, you know. But the, but this game is. I'll I'll, I'll, just, I'll start at the beginning with you here. All right. So the game begins with uh, like when the outbreak of zombies first started to happen, right? Yeah. And I was playing this at. 12 o'clock at night, like a week later after I beat Uncharted, like all the Uncharted games, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, I got pretty used to, like, the game, and they both, like, play, uh, play really well. But at the beginning of The Last of Us, right, as you're, you're playing as a little girl, and your dad comes home from work, and he's, like, a construction worker, and it's his birthday, and you just couldn't, you had to stay up just to wish your dad a happy birthday, right? Okay. And, like, you both go to sleep. And, like, 4 o'clock the next morning, like, the little girl's woken up and her dad's gone. Like, completely gone. Oh, my gone. gosh. Is he a zombie? She turns on... No, no, She turns on the TV, and, like, the TV reporter's, like, talking about, like, how, like, uh, there's, like, explosions and stuff going, like, around, like, the city and stuff, and it's, like, gas lines are exploding. And then, like, the TV is shut off, and you can see it, the explosion through the window. Like, you're facing the TV, and you look to your left out the window, and there's a huge explosion, oh like, God. very close to your house. And, like, you're freaking out as this kid, and you're looking for your dad. You go downstairs, and your dad smashes through, like, the sliding glass door in your kitchen or whatever. And he's a zombie. And, like, and, the, and, yeah, and, like, the neighbor became, like, your neighbor became a zombie, and he, like, shoots him in the face, grabs him, and, like, oh my goes God. away. And so, like, that's not, like, the entire beginning of the game, right? And then, um, I believe that, like, your uncle, right, like, the little girl's uncle and her dad, they get into this SUV and they start driving away. They're like, okay, we're gonna go to Texas, we're gonna get on the farm, we'll be safe there, away from the major population, right? Uh, and, like, they're driving and everything's going good. And, um, <laughs> I remember... I have a distinct fear of hospitals because of this game. Oh my god. A distinct fear of hospitals. Is that why you didn't want to go to it in Left 4 Dead? What? You, you cut out for me. Is that why you didn't want to go to it in Left 4 Dead? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. like, like, uh, we played, yeah, like, Left 4 Dead was like a year ago or whatever. But, like, you're, you're this little, cur like, this little girl, right? And it's like from your perspective. And, like, your dad's driving down. And, like, the highway is backed up. You're about to turn on the major highway. And you look to your left. And there's a hospital, mm -hmm. right? And in one second, every door, every window shatters, and like a horde of zombies starts running out of the hospital. Oh my god! And like, it's so, uh, it, it, it just that scene really, like, I'm not a sissy or anything. It's just very uneasy, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, two years ago too. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, like I was like mm -hmm. twelve or whatever. Not, not twelve. <laughs> no. 
that's a very huge understatement. Yeah, but really like, is. um, it's just it was just that's just a just like a very good opening to like a game, right? You it know, sounds like it. Like it you're like you're not you're not connected to any of the characters, and then so like yeah, yeah, you pass by the hospital, and then you start making your way through the town, and you get so like the car gets hit by another car, you get t-boned, and like a zombie apocalypse is like crap is going down in the city and you have no idea what to do. Oh my gosh. Uh, so the little girl's leg is broken and then you start playing as the dad and the dad and the uncle are carrying her through the city. The uncle gets uh, just like gets trapped in like the alleyway and dies. Oh my right? gosh. And this, and this dad and her daughter are just running through the city. Mm-hmm. Like not looking back just going through. And like there's zombies are you controlling and stuff. It? Are you controlling it? Yeah, you're you're controlling the dad. You're not controlling the girl anymore, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so you make it out of like the city like very closely or whatever, and like so yeah, yeah like the like the uncle's following you, right? That's a zombie? And then like oh. you turn a corner and there's a zombie, and the and the, and like your uncle like or the the little girl's uncle or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, takes like a like like a screwdriver, stabs it in the arm, and like says, "Go, I'll take care of, I'll, like I'll I'll make sure you're good. I'll cover you." And so the dad's walking down, and he looks behind him and sees, like, his brother just getting chewed and spat, like, getting devoured by a horde of zombies. And he just keeps on moving. Her, his daughter's crying, and she's, like, 13, and, like, her leg is broken. It's, Mm -hmm. it's gritty. And you come up on this hill, and, um, you come up on the hill, and, uh, you see a soldier. You see a like U.S. Army soldier or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you hear a radio, and he's talking. He's like, uh, he's like saying, "Oh, well, you have two civilians like right here or whatever, right?" And um, this this is like, I'm actually I'm actually moment. really invested in this. And right so now. like the, the the civilian or whatever, right? Or like the then no, the army dude, the army dude's like like on his radio. He's like, "There's two civilians here. What do I do, right?" And he takes out like his pistol and shoots the little girl in the uh, in like in the head. What? Like in the head, and he and he aims at the guy, right? And then the guy like takes his like the pistol that he used to shoot the zombie in the very beginning, and shoots the guy, and his daughter dies, and that's the beginning of the game. That's the are you joking? Are you that joking? That is the prologue to the game. I thought the daughter would live. And like. <laughs> That's a dark beginning, right? And then, like, literally, 20 years later, that's the beginning of the game, and it doesn't even start till 20, 20 years, years later? The, yeah, you play as the dad for the entire game, and his name's Joel, and it's like, he's like like 48, right? Gray hair, zombie supro- like, apocalypse, and that's the beginning of the game. And it's, the game is dark, it's, the game is dark, and you become so connected to the characters, it's, it's a, it's a great game. I've, I, this is a game that made me so emotional when I played it through, and I want to play it through again. I'm going to have to play through that somehow, some way. It's, it's such a great game, and it's by far one of the best games of all time. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to end up getting a PS5, I've been thinking about it for a while. Because just to play those exclusives kind of things, because... Yeah. I mean, like, Microsoft has the great exclusive, like, Halo and stuff, but, like, those, those, those are on PC now, But if, right? you, if you're gonna... If you have a PC, there's no reason to get an Xbox. That's the thing. Right. There's no And, like, it's funny because, like, Naughty Dog just makes all these great games. And, like, they haven't made the sequel to Last of Us, but it's been confirmed. Oh, jeez. 
Alright. Oh, yeah, I've, I've like, heard about I'll, that. I'll, I'll, conti- I'll, yeah, I'll continue with the story of The Last of Us, but I'm not going to go too in-depth. I've right? heard that, like, all those things, like, Last of Two is, like, very hyped up. Yeah, it's it's very hyped up. The first one is amazing. Oh my the, gosh. my opinion, the best game of all time. And, like, from a nostalgia standpoint, I was, I was trying to, put, like, think of a game, like, what is my favorite game that I've played through so many times, like, the first game I remember visibly playing. And I just, like... I could say Minecraft because I grew up with Minecraft, like on the release or whatever. Yeah. Like, I could say that, but it's but not it's, a great game. It's not, you know. It's just because there's whatever infinite replayability, really. Right, and then like I was, I was trying to think of like I was, gonna, I was also gonna choose Portal because I remember very clearly playing through the first two Portal games. Like, when did you do because that? Because there's a like because we got, we got the orange box, right? You did. And, like, yeah, we did. Really? Oh, you were just. And then our dog broke the disc. You were surprised when I showed you the orange box the other day. Well, I don't remember. I was like eight, man. <laughs> or not eight, like six when it came out. <laughs> That's true. You got you got a point there. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right. Like, <laughs> and like, I was also thinking about choosing Modern Warfare 2, but like, I didn't really play that till like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't grow up with Modern Warfare. Well, well I did, but I didn't like play okay. it when I grew up. So like, the I didn't reason... play it till like a few years ago. The reason like I got so invested in Portal uh, like the second time around is because I looked I looked into it and I saw that the story goes so deep. It's so deep, oh, yeah. deeper than it meets the eye. Like for example, I don't want to spoil it too much. I mean, not for you, just for like anybody. Um, but like Glados is actually um Cape. Well, it's basically confirmed confirmed by Valve. Cape Johnson's assistant caroline and right. that sh- that shows a lot of depth because uh you can you see you go through cave johnson's story throughout like the going through old aperture mm-hmm. he starts out young he gets older and older until you see him like hear his like last few words and like he, yeah mm-hmm. and you get kind of like curious because you get, yeah you, you get you get emotionally connected i know you do because like he's so like not a very good businessman and um, yeah. he, you can, there's like little hints, like he's saying, if you can't put me into a computer before I die, put my um, assistant, Caroline. And then yeah. you also see, like, when you're going through, like, not old Aperture yet, but like the new Aperture that's not really renovated by Gladys. Um, you see, like, the bring your daughter the workday or whatever. And, oh, and yeah. Shell is one of those projects. And Shell's project is the one that's grown into the entire huge potato plant that, that like, sprouted into a facility. And, uh, yeah. you really, there's, like, so many little hints. That's just scratching the surface right there. There's, it's, yeah. it goes so Well, deep. like, okay, uh, so, like, you know how, like, I'm playing through, like, the Half-Life games, right? Yeah. Like, just because, like, I've just been, I've been playing so many single-player games now that, like, this quarantine's been, like, a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, I watched a YouTube video after I beat Half-Life 1, like, two days ago when you were playing with Jonathan, and, uh, mm-hmm. This YouTube video explained like the entire like storyline. That's like like the canon storyline from Valve for Half Life and like the Half Life in the Portal universe because it's the same universe. Yeah, it is right? the same because universe. You, you hear you hear like well, uh, no Black Mesa. Black Mesa is on well, a slide, is on a slideshow in Portal. Yes, it is. A, it's like Aperture's direct competitor. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And like I, I never played like I never not Apple. I, 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 two episode I one Apple. And two or whatever. Wait, so what? <laughs> yeah, it's so like you know, but like Aperture is like and Black Mesa hated each other, right? Yeah. They were both like scientifically like revenating stuff. And I was watching this YouTube video, 
And there's so many... I've never, like, until two years ago, I did not know that Valve made comics for, like, their games. Really? Right? Oh, wow. I did not know that until you bought your book or whatever okay. and, like, showed it to me. Yeah, you see you see Dr. Ratman starting up the life support for Shell and, like, basically yeah, yeah, his yeah, life yeah. for Same, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there's... I, I, might have to, I might just have to show you this video because this video explains so much and like um does it spoil Half-Life? So like, what? Does it spoil the like Half-Life games? Well, not Half-Life Alex, but like I knew what happened in Half-Life 2 because like it's Half-Life yeah, 2, everyone's basically. played it. I've seen YouTube Let's Plays of it, right? But like, there's a difference between watching a game and playing a game. Oh yeah. And yeah. like, that's why I like I hate YouTube, but it, I also love YouTube like Let's Plays because they get you pumped up for a game, but sometimes they spoil the story. But the story's not all of it. There's gameplay yeah, aspects. Oh really? Right? I like watching like the first half of like the game sometimes through YouTube, and then yeah. like, playing it myself. Like you get to know the game, like you get to play the beginning and stuff, but then you get the end for you, just for yourself, like just so you can see it the first time yeah. you're playing it. Mm -hmm. It's special when you see it like for yourself it's very special yeah 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 so like i like i like watch let's plays of like half-life like uh episodes one and two right but i don't know if the comics explain this or not but do you know like the aperture bow air uh oh yeah borealis? yeah the borealis yes uh you go to that in half uh, portal two yeah, 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 you go to like the the ship dock. Right? Yeah, you go to the ship dock. The ship's not actually there, but you can see the borealis on some like li life, um, life rings. What are they called? Life rings. Yeah. yeah life yeah, lifesavers. Yeah. That's it. Not lifesavers. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But like, there's an entire like like Half Life episode two, is like. Like, I think, like, in the middle of it is, uh, you're talking with, like, the, the doctors or whatever, like, the main story characters. Mm -hmm. Oh, and okay. Um, uh, but basically, uh... Give me a second. Nick? Hello? Okay, okay, you're back. You cut out for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my, my Wi-Fi, uh, kind of pooped for a second, but we'll, okay. we'll fix that in post. Yeah, yeah, post, um, post. <laughs> Okay, so what are you gonna say? Okay, is it good now? Did you cut out again? You're cutting out here and there, but it's not like for a long time here. Talk for like a um, few seconds. See if it cuts out. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, I think I think it's good enough to continue. All right, all right. Anyways, um, where was I? You're talking about the oh, boy. Oh yeah, it's so like in a Half-Life app. Yeah, yeah, Half-Life app episode two, right? Uh, so like. In Half-Life, in the Half-Life universe, there's, like, like aliens who, like, basically take over, like, the entire world. Like, it's in the entire Earth, right? And they're called the Combine. And I didn't know this until I watched this video, but Portal 2 takes place 50,000 years later than Portal 1 and the Half-Life games. Yeah, that's why Shell is kind of mentally damaged. Yeah. That's why right? she can't say and, Like, the cores are, like, the personality cores are, like, everything, right? Yeah. Um... But, um, all of that, like, so, like, I didn't know that, but, like, the Half-Life Episode 2, uh, so, like, you're, like, trying to get to, like, this, like, other base or whatever. It's kind of like Half-Life 2, like, Half-Life, like, the original Half-Life 2 where you have to go to, like, Black Mesa East or whatever, but there's another, uh, Resistance, like, facility, right? And, um, and, like, in it, right, like, there's, like, this team of scientists that, like, went out and they found the Borealis sunken at the bottom of the ocean. And there's like so much unused technology that they can use to like drive out the combine, really, or like it could destroy the earth, right? In Half-Life Two, and, uh, 
Is that it? Yeah. Okay. But you never go to it in Half-Life 2, Episode 2. And, like, six months ago, the writers of, like, Half-Life 2 published, a ca like, a canon story for Half-Life, like, 3 plot, where you go to the Borealis and you recover the technology. And, like, you have to deal with sentry turrets, you find an old portal gun, and, like, they're combining oh, two games here. Oh, my god. That, like... If that would have been cool, but they never did, and they might do it, but they didn't, you know? That would be cool. I mean, like, but the Portal Gun is developed exclusively by Aperture. It is by Aperture, but it's an Aperture mode. You know what? Okay, actually, right. yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I, like, I missed over that so like, Yeah, yeah, Like, I'll, I'll, I'll show you that article or whatever. But, like, it's just crazy. Like, I'm glad these, these like, two series are intertwined. I know. But, right? like, They're just coming back to, like, the, the best games we've ever played, I still think The Last of Us is better than Portal 2. I'm sorry, the Portal 2 has the great cannons yeah. and stuff, but you, well, just, I mean, you just have to play it. And if you, if you played it, you maybe agree with me. Portal right? 2 is, all, is always considered, like, one of the best games of all time, but it, I also have a bunch of nostalgia mixed in there. Because that's like yeah, it, it, it's nostalgia, right? Yeah. And I tried really hard not to like think of nostalgia, but like. But even without because, nostalgia, like, I still really like the atmosphere and everything. Like just Portal Two, like yeah. you go in the old atmosphere, it just feels so good. It's just, I mean, it, it's just so well made in my opinion. Yeah. So you were talking about Doctor Ratman, right, or whatever? Yeah. Ratman. Ratman. And uh. Did you know that, like, at the end of Portal 1, when you're dragged back into the facility, he takes you, shuts off the power to the entire facility, right? And, like, puts you in the laser reservation pod and makes it so that he turns off the power for everything, but like, you're still alive, but he never sends, like, when the cryogenic process, like, ends, right? And yeah. he, he's, he got shot by, like, a sentry turret. He goes into his life, like, boat thing or whatever, and he gets in there. And like that's it, and like fifty thousand yeah. years later happened, and like portal the events of Portal Two take place. Yeah, but like it, it's uh, it's kind of neat because they Valve just like added the story like later on because first of all in Portal One, before Portal Two came out, you didn't get dragged into Aperture back into Aperture at the end. Right. You just yeah, you were yeah. you just escaped and like yeah. after destroying Gladys. And like I also didn't know this, and I th I actually found this pretty funny. But, like, when you're playing as, like, Ab uh, what's an Atlas and Peabody or whatever, yeah. like, and you, you go through, like, the co-op of Portal 2, which is also canon, by the way, uh, you go through it, and, um, and, like, at the end of it, you, like, you open the vault, and, like, she has all the humans and stuff, and that's the end of the co-op, right? Yeah. The canon story is that she accidentally kills all of those test subjects, the thousands and thousands of people locked away in that vault in less than a week. That's what, less than a week. Wait, re wait. So after that, really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. She kills all of them in like a week. Are you serious? Yeah, no, they, like so no many one can failed tests show. happened. Nobody can compare the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was wondering after that because I never saw the story after that. Yeah. Right. Because like I always thought like I, like until like I watched this video like so many things got spoiled for me so like I wish I didn't watch this video but like I also would never have done this on my own time like I never would have like played through and like thought about it. But, like I thought like my idea for Portal Three is that like there was like a character creation thing where like we can make your character and it would have been like one of those humans locked away in that vault but nope she kills all of them you know. Oh my gosh. She just kills yeah. All of them. It's so like it's it's. A lot of people are talking about how, like, if a new Portal game would come out, 
they don't want to see Shell anymore because Shell, like, Shell's been dragged into Aperture 50,000 years. They don't want to see her because she's gone through so much. They want to see a new character and, like, a new story with Gladys. Uh, like, that still, oh, yeah. of course, like, goes on the old story. And that's kind of what they would have to do and, in the new game. And that's kind of what people felt about Gordon Freeman from the Half-Life games, right? Yeah. You know, he's a good character, but it's time to move on. And that's why Half-Life Alex is Alex, you know? Yeah. You never got to see Alex. Alex was, like, a side character. You never really got to experience like what she was until Half-Life Alex. It's really neat. Yeah. I still haven't played. You get to expand and see like another character's perspective and of course it's, right. it's not the same time period. It's a completely different time period but. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also, I mean also kind of neat like I mean this doesn't really this isn't like main essential to the story but it's kind of neat like um in Half-Life Alex, I haven't played through it, but like your main companion is the AI that follows you. That uh, that one guy, that is just that's it's a computerized system, and like um, I don't know, the old guy, the old guy. He, that's that's actually just a computer, and like oh, I don't know too much about it, so I can't really say. Ooh, much about wait, wait, it. you mean like in like in the game, he's like a synth from Fallout 4, or is no, he no, just no. like an NPC? He's a hologram. He's a hologram. I'm pretty. Oh, he's a hologram. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. What I've heard. Oh. Uh, okay. I haven't heard much. I mean, because I haven't played it, but I'm gonna play it soon. Like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we can yeah. talk our thoughts about that. Mm -hmm. that'll, that'll be a future episode. Yeah, that really will be. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What else would I like? Think count as my favorite game. Well. I know. We'll, we'll we'll come back to it later. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Then we gotta move on to the, like the other topics now yeah. because we've been on this for 30 minutes. Oh my gosh! Like, really. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we had a lot to talk about for this one, and I have a lot to talk about the other ones. I don't have too much. All right. So, so like, what what do you want to see in the upcoming releases of games in like 2020 and beyond? Like next gen games. What do you want to see? Okay, for next. Like, gen what are you games. excited for? Okay, for next gen games, I would probably say uh, more. I would like. You know how Bone Works just feels so natural. I mean, I. It, 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 the story is. I, don't know, I haven't played the Boneworks either. I'm, I mean, I'm talking about the physics. I'm talking about the physics of it. You're talking, yeah, you're talking about like that, like physics-based games, like, like Physic realistic physics. Physics-based physics-based VR games. I want to see that combined into like regular VR games. Like in in Pavlov and stuff, you it's not really physics-based. You're just like. It's not physics-based, but it still feels natural. It still feels natural, know? but, like, um, you can't pick up every object you see. Like, it would be nice if, like, everything is interactable, because that would make it feel so much more realistic. Yeah. Like, in, like, regular PC games, you don't have to have that, but in VR, it just, it would be a lot more natural if you did. And, like, part of it is, is, like, I think, like, next-gen, like... In 2021, right, or like the end of 2020, we're gonna be getting the new Xbox, the PS5, and then we're gonna get, you know, the 30 series of like Nvidia cards and all that. We're gonna get yeah. the next gen graphics cards, you know, maybe get DDR5 RAM, right? Just like upgrade computer parts, everything's gonna be next gen. Yeah, everything's and moving over the PS5. I, I, it's like, yeah, 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 but like Pavlov, right? The reason why I feel like that, like, like that's kind of realistic. I mean, like, sure, like, just it, the way that Pavlov feels. Not even like the like the custom games and the server browser and stuff. But, like, when you play like Pavlov, like in like the the training zones, like in the okay. house or whatever, it feels realistic. Like the gun sounds are loud. The 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 recoil feels nice. The gloves feel nice. You know. I would say I, like, yeah. I, 
I'm gonna say like, that like um, Pavlov is kind of like a Gary's mod for VR, and in that yeah. it just it just works. But it's still a Gary's mod for VR, so it's not like the most realistic thing ever. But it just feels right. good. It feels good. right. And like like I, I like I gotta say the pistol reloading for that game. I swear to God, feels like I'm talking a pistol. Okay, it's so good. Like the the reloading in that game as a whole. The just, guns, yes. Yeah, the guns work. It is. And like that, the realistic, like the realisticality from that, like I love. But like again, it's not physics based. You can't pick up everything. You can only pick up weapons and stuff. Yeah. Right? And then, and then, like it's like I think the setting and like and some of the mechanics in Pavlov are like perfect and spot on for VR. Right? Oh yeah, for like. What now the other side of that is Boneworks. I love the physics of Boneworks, but it takes place like in the future. You know, like there's just weird lasers and cameras and stuff like Half-Life, and it's like. If I could get the physics of Boneworks and then like the realisticality of like Pavlov, like just the feel I think that Pavlov. would be one of the best VR games. Of that all would time. be legitimately the best VR game of all time. Yeah. yeah. If they just like perfected, I mean, there's, there's still perfection the work like on Boneworks. And stuff. It's not perfect, right? Right. Yeah. yeah of course. And if they just combine those two, it just it'll feel so real, and like the games would just be so fun. Mm -hmm. um, like it's not perfect. VR is still like it's still a niche thing, and like. Not, I mean, besides Valve, there's not really any AAA developers working on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, like another thing that like, like this not this may not be like games, but like as far as hardware goes, I really want to see like, uh, like common like everyday consumer consumer quality like. VR accessories, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to see haptic feedback suits that just go for, like, 150 bucks. Yeah. Like, I want them cheap. I don't want the Tesla suit that's, like, you know, $25,000. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I mean, right. that's, and like, that's just all that... The, va time. the index is, like... It's, like, expensive, right? But, like, the amount of immersion that you get from it, like, fully tracking... The, the fully tracking knuckle controllers, the base station that, like, fine-tune... And I'm pretty sure the like the, the actual display from the index is crystal clear, right? Like no no like like jagged edges and lines and stuff like the Oculus has, right? Yeah. The thing about it's the like as oh, wait, you know you can finish, go ahead. Oh no, you can you say it and then I'll say what I'll say. No, okay. Well like yeah, it's like like I just want hardware improvements and like more realistic virtual reality. What I want to get to like the point where like happens like in Ready Player One, like everyone's in VR, right? I just I don't know. want there to be a real world, but I want it to, like I want virtual reality just to be like the next best thing. Virtual reality that you don't really know, that you don't really feel the real world, and you only feel the game, basically. Yeah. But like it's. You no. Know. But like you can easily know that you're just you're still in a game. You're not just like it's your only existence to be in the game. But like the thing the thing about the index, the thing about the index, I'm gonna say this, is that the index is perfecting generation one of VR. It's not a generation yes. two. It is not a generation two at all. It's the yeah. same exact concept as the Valve, just perfected. Like the generation two VR would have like more like advanced features like eye tracking. Oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah. something that would like bring a whole new level like, like peripheral vision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're playing the index, it's the same exact experience, just cleaner as the, like the Valve, the original Vive. There's nothing new besides like of course like the finger track controllers, more comfortable controllers. It's still the same exact experience. But like. I think like Gen 2 VR is gonna have like like full body trackers. I'm talking like stuff on the arms, stuff on like the shoulders, stuff on the knees, stuff on the shoes. And, and like HTC kinda already did that, but it's just so impractical. Yes, but like I'm talking like yeah, but like I'm talking like 
like something more like um just more realistic you know more realistic and like, and like the catwalk works with like the walking thing something like like i fully believe that like they'll the, the, we'll, we'll find like an alternative to like, like actually physically moving something like the because catwalk teleportation but cheaper, sucks cheaper more yeah. mass pro produced like because yes that the catwalk is it's just expensive it's just yeah. i mean <sighs> and like the other side of this is like in like future development of games i want to see I want to see more developers working on AAA VR games, but I still I don't want that to derive between just phys like physical like like AAA games, right? Yeah, there needs to be still just a good balance of both because oh yeah, they're completely different like experiences. Like there's like if you want to play a regular game, you want to play a regular game. You're not always in the mood for VR because you have to actually get up and move and stuff like that for that. Yeah, you have to get up and move unless and, like, unless you're playing like on a controller, and that at that point it's just. It's just not real VR if you're just like sitting down with the controller. I mean, it feels yeah. good, but it's just VR. What I think of VR is like you're you're actually standing up and walking around, basically, or at least standing up. Oh yeah, uh, of course. But like another side of that is like I I, I like think about it this way: like 80% of the most popular VR games are not are like basically indie games, right? From like developers that like don't make any other like popular games, right? Yeah, because it's just there's not enough market like for the AAA developer to see it right. It. But like I I I'm so glad Half-Life Alex definitely just Thank made that push. I know like so came in to save the day. Half of Alex actually has like the physics of Boneworks in a way. Like they spent like yeah. they spent months working on a door physics. I saw that story and like they, they just spent months just on door physics. So like yeah. Valve has taken a significant like loss just to like push for VR. They they don't care how much they're losing. They have the money and they just like Gabe Newell just they all believe in just VR is the future basically. Yeah, but like for, like the past five years, Valve's released nothing but like more Dota characters and crappy card games, right? And this is like the first stride toward like this the glory they had back in like 2012 when Portal 2 came out. And they're probably just gonna right. continue that at this point. It's yeah, just... like I can honestly say. In 20 by 2025, I'm sure there's gonna be a Team Fortress VR game, uh, a Portal VR game, maybe two of them, another Half-Life Alex game, maybe not like, Alex, but like another character. I don't know about and Team like, Fortress, but that could be that could be a thing. I don't know, like like what's one multiplayer like arcadey game besides like Pavlov that's like that. That's they true. could definitely step in. Like, imagine like wielding their wrench, physically building the century like, and stuff as an engineer. It's basically like a Valve-made like Pavlov-type game. Actually, but, yeah, like actually backstabbing as a spy or like gosh. rocket jumping as a scout or, that could or, or be uh, so as cool. a as a soldier. And I feel like maybe Valve could be releasing like some other hardware for VR, maybe like a wireless adapter yeah. of their own, mm -hmm. or like maybe maybe this is a stretch. Maybe even something like the Catwalk of their own. That's a stretch. Yes. That, that would be. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. And like... There's, there's definitely should be a Portal game in the next five years, though. I'm saying that. Yeah, I, 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 will, I will say Portal is definitely on their list. Because I saw the developers And like, talking, honestly... And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, uh, like they said they were deciding between Half-Life a few years ago. Deciding between a Half-Life VR game or a Portal right. VR game. And that was like, well, like Half-Life is their baby, man. They're firstborn. Yeah. Like, they needed to bring that back. They really And did. I can... I, I, yeah. But Portal and is also thing, very, very big yeah. for them, too. And, like, sure, like, people can make the argument that, like, 
but you know, they made like the lab, they made Absher Hand Simulator and all of that. Those are just like, small, those are like demos, demos. Yeah, they're demos for like the Portal universe. It's not like a full Portal game. And some people could say that Portal Stories Metal VR is like also like that, but it's not Portal. You don't place portals on the ground, you teleport. That's Portal. not an immersive. No, no, you're not talking about Portal Stories Mel, you're talking about Portal Stories VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portal, Portal Stories VR. Portal Stories Mel is very quality, but it's not made by Valve. Um, yeah, yeah. Portal, yeah, it's like the fan-made Portal It Stories actually feels like a real Portal game. Cool. You're just playing as Mel yeah. instead of Shell. But yeah, I've never played Portal Stories VR, but I don't even want to play it, basically, because I know I'm probably going to be disappointed. I mean, it, like... Some of it's cool. I will admit, like, the cube picking up and stuff, and, like, directing the laser with the cubes and stuff, it's cool, but you don't place portals on the ground, you just use a teleportation gun, and it's not oh my immer- gosh. Like, Wait, you don't put I portals- I hate teleportation because of the immersion. You don't right? put portals at all? No. There's no portals. I have, like, I've only saw, like, Jacksepticeye play, like, the first 15 minutes of it or whatever. If there's no portals in the and, first like, 15 minutes, that's still bad. Yeah. Right? You know, like- I'm sure maybe somewhere in the game there like might be like like the like in like the original Portal game you used to use the button to like like spawn a portal somewhere or whatever and like move the portals and stuff. Yeah. But like. Well, oh, actually. No, no. I also forgot that there is actually a real. I don't. I think it might even be Valve made. Um, portal de- kind of demo for like VR, and it actually looks good. It actually looks good. It's kind of like a co- it's a concept more, and I saw footage of it, and it actually looks really nice. I it's I saw it a long time ago. I have to look into it more. I don't have like any info, but it's it's out. There. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I definitely want to see it. Like, I'm so glad Valve took that stride. You know, I mean they like I mean they released a full game technically artifact, but literally it only has like. 20 players at a time on the entire platform of Artifact. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a failed game. It's completely... They, they just made crappy card games and Dota knockoffs. And it's just, just the micro... It's like, you, you bought the game, and then it's pay the win after that. That's why it failed so badly. It just... Yeah, it just yeah. wasn't... It didn't work out for Valve. But they've really changed. They've really changed. And, like, um, like unlike Hearthstone, because, like, Hearthstone's just, like, playing classes and unlocking cards or chests and stuff. Right, but I I hate digital card games. I hate like the Pokemon Online trading card game. I hate the Magic Online trading card game. I hate the Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Links or whatever, well, because it's still pay to win. And like so is Magic, and like in the sense, but like, why would you pay thirty dollars for non-physical digital cards? Digital cards, right? yes, like for the, digital uh, cards that you can't even get in real life. The whole point of cards is to have cards. <laughs> They're trading cards, not digital cards. If you, you have know, cards like, on a computer, there's no point in it. They're, they're, they don't go up in yeah. value. There's no like, there's no physical like. Yeah. It's just yeah. The whole point uh, of collecting cards is to actually have like valuable cards. Collecting them like it's it's just the feeling of that. And I'm just not in the cards games either way, but. Yeah. Uh, another thing I'm very excited for in the upcoming releases of games is Halo Infinite and the release of the other Halo games on PC. Um, and like, the thing is with Halo Infinite is like, I really want this to be different from Halo I know, 5. everybody's saying like, it's gonna be the same I don't, thing. I don't even care about the ADS thing. The ADS thing I can get behind because, you know, most games aren't ADS anymore. Right, like, see, like the only non-ADS game that like people can still play is basically CSGO, and then Valorant like isn't like ADS like based. What do you mean by ADS like, by, again? 
Aim down sights. Aim down sights. Oh, like, you, okay. you can aim down sights in like CS:GO and like with like certain guns, just but very like certain. not completely ADS. Like with Halo, the guns just off to the side and stuff. Like uh, sprinting was like a huge mechanic from like the jump from Halo Three to Halo Four, and it people loved huge. sprinting. It was like the amount I mean, of like it's... parkour and stuff, like jumping over glyphs on like made Halo the game... Four and stuff was like, amazing. The original Halos are really good, but like they just it goes like you. Just, now we're so used to sprinting in every game, it just feels like you're going so slow. Yeah. And I just, like, Halo's always been known to, like, I mean, at least the original Halo's, like, just to be innovative. Like, that would be so cool if this new Halo actually introduced new concepts to, like, gaming in a whole. Just, like, it's just innovative. Yeah. And, like, so, like, Halo 5, people hated because of the aim down sites. Like, the beta, everyone hated Halo 5 when the beta came out. No one loved it. And, like, and like from a standpoint, like if Halo: The Master Chief Collection didn't come out and they just released this like thing, people would have looked at that beta and thought, okay, this is the next innovation. We had that we dealt with sprinting in Halo 4. This is the next innovation. But when Halo: The Master Chief Collection, I think this is their big mistake. But this might have could have saved them too. I don't think that them releasing Master Chief Collection and the Halo 5 beta at the same time frame was the best idea. Oh, it's true, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, because that was one of the things. Because people who bought the Master Chief Collection or pre-ordered got exclusive access to closed Halo 5 beta. Oh, I remember that. That was part of it. Yeah, but if you pre-ordered Halo 5, you didn't get that, did you? Right. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never got that with Halo. Well, I mean, no. Well, the pre-orders for Halo 5 didn't come out until, like, after Master Chief and all that, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't, I, I wasn't, I didn't buy those, so I don't really know too much about this, but... Yeah. So like, and like another part of that is like, I, I think they released it with like, if they released the beta maybe before Halo the Master Chief Collection came out, I think they would have had, they would have a bigger success on Halo. Oh, because everybody Halo was uh, like, everybody was playing the original Halo. Everyone was playing through the original Halos, back to that oh original God. feeling, you know? Yeah. Not having the aim down sights, you know, not dealing with sprinting every, all the time, right? Like having like a closed environment, throwing grenades, having fun. That was and a then bad idea. the beta came out, Everybody and like was... also some of the maps for Halo Five just absolutely were garbage. Even though they were like, like one of them was like a remaster of like the Halo Three map Covenant or whatever. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Or like a set, uh, or whatever. But like the beta maps were just god awful. Like they were just like, like like Halo Reach maps were also pretty bad, but like this was like a whole another level of bad. Because people were playing like stuff like Ascension, the uh, the city map from Halo 2, uh, just everything else, and it just I don't know. And and I also think that like they had a lot of development time for Halo 5, and there were so many things they could have gone done right, and there's so many things they could have done wrong that they yeah. didn't do. But it's this, also I, the thing that also hurt it, even though like everybody was playing the original Halos and stuff. The Halo Master Chief Collection was just so buggy. It was like, a lot of times you couldn't even load in the games, though. That's the problem. Well, not that you couldn't load into the games. It just took forever. And like, no, sometimes, the new update no. that came out in 2018 was like, really? It's been four years now, and now you put this on? Like, I know. At least they did it eventually, though. That, you gotta yeah, they did it eventually. And I'm glad they did it before the PC came out. Yeah. But like, I'm glad, and I think they learned from their mistake. I'm glad that they put Halo Reach on the computer as the same time as they did on the Xbox. I'm glad they did that, and I'm glad there's not a, a beta for Halo Infinite yet. I'm so glad they didn't oh do my that gosh. yet, because they would have had another mistake like they did with Halo 5. Well, the thing about Halo Infinite, it's, it's going to probably be a launch title for the Xbox. 
that's the thing yeah, about it. Yeah, I would, so like, yeah. if it was mm -hmm. put on the Xbox One, that wouldn't really make sense. Like, the beta, yeah. so... And I, I, I'm glad that they're taking their time now. I, yeah. I, like, they're just putting a trailer here and there, they're putting a whole new engine, so they might be innovative with that, like that. And, yeah. Yeah. I, like, honestly, I, I love Halo. It's, it's near and dear to my heart. I grew up with Halo 5. Yeah, same. That's here. a that's a crappy thing to say. <laughs> He's gonna I grow did, up with Halo. I did basically oh. Halo grow up with Halo Five. Oh really? And well, yeah, because I played a lot of that's it when true. it came out. Like my it was rated T, so like my parents were like, yeah, it's fine or whatever. That's, my that's brother true. got it for like my twelfth birthday, you know. And it was yeah, I, I grew up with it. I played through the campaign. I've heard of the other Halo games. I played through the Master Chief Collection. I like I oh, I remember physically enjoying it. No, no, no. I, I've played all the Halo games before, but, like, I barely remember them. Yeah. Right? It's the same thing with Call of Duty and, like, all of that. The thing about my past experience with it is that because, is, like, I always just, like, even though the Xbox, like, halfway through the Xbox 360's life cycle, like, and, like, I it just played the original Xbox Halo 2, like, all the time, like, over at my neighbor's house. And that's why it's I, I I never played Halo 2 till the Master Chief Collection came so out. That's I can't say that for a fact. So that's kind I of, played all the other ones, but not Halo. So 2. that's why I kind of like you're, all, you're kind of against it sometimes. Like not not really against it, but you know what I mean. Well, it, it's just like the nostalgia There's thing no for nostalgia, you with, with yeah. Portal 2, right? I just we played so much Halo 2. It's just and then later on Halo 3, but just like I started off with Halo 2 and Halo 1 a little bit, but yeah, it's just it's. Just, very heavily on nostalgia. But the thing was, is like, like Halo Three was just like the multiplayer for that was so much like ref it was refined. It was great. It was like the golden cycle of Halo multiplayer. I would. Halo Four was Halo Four multiplayer was also pretty good, but it didn't have that same fulfillment that like Halo Three had, right? It was based. Yeah, it wasn't anything innovative. Really. I can only name like two really garbage Halo Three multiplayer maps. Like, I can name 10 on Halo 4 and 20 on Halo 5. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, like, I only, and like, I've only played through, like, one, I can only know one Halo 2 map, and, like, Death Island or whatever on Halo 1 is the only, like, map I visually remember. What about Blood Gulch? Oh, and Blood Gulch. Yeah, Blood can't, you Gulch can't forget about Blood Gulch. Yeah, and Blood Gulch is just in there. And also that one with the, the Grassland one where it's, like, oh, actually, no, that is Blood Gulch. Never mind, never mind. I think everybody says it's Oh my gosh! Well, yeah. and, and Sidewinder, I remember Sidewinder too, but that's just. That's I mean, if we were to play the first ga the games first, like for the first time today, we wouldn't have the same feeling. Even like Halo Three for you, we just wouldn't have yeah. the same feeling. It would still be great games, but just yeah, it's just a nostalgia plays a huge factor. Uh, so I so like I watched like a, a bunch of different YouTubers and streamers, and I was watching uh, Noah J four five six. He's a he's a really big Call of Duty streamer. Uh, I was watching him like play through like the first like two missions of uh, uh, Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered when it came out like a month ago. Or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I remember watching him, and he said one of the things I completely agree with, and it's like hard to think about. One of the things that like remasters are really good about doing right now, like like in this day and age, is remastering the game to what we thought it felt like, right? Yeah. If you played Modern Warfare 2 tonight, like, like right now, you would think, okay, the graphics were not as good as I remember them being. But if you played the campaign remaster, they were clear. They were not jagged. They were... It was but just... They, 
but they want it for sort of the same right. feel though too. Yeah, they yeah they want you want they want you to have that like feel. If if a know? remaster is like a basically completely new game, that's not a remaster. Like yeah, that's just like that's kind of like a real re-release more like than yeah remaster. yeah yeah it's like a re-release and like I think that like when people think remasters, they think of like. There's a difference between remasters, HD collections, and then remakes. Yeah. Right? Remasters, we can look at, like, Modern Warfare Remastered and the Modern Warfare 2 campaign remasters. Those are remasters. We could think of AD HD collections, which is just high-definition 60fps versions of original games, like, you know... That's, uh, so that's not... Re that's not, like, like, the first Resident Evil like that like came out for the Xbox One was just the HD, like... It wasn't like a yeah. remake or a remaster. They didn't replace any textures or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And like the Kingdom Hearts, uh, like the, like the Kingdom Hearts collection that came out for the PS4, which was like had one and two, and then like all the side games. That was also an HD collection. It wasn't a remake or a remaster. Yeah. Right. Th those that was an HD collection. And then you go into the remake category. You got the Spyro Reunited trilogy. You got Crash the the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy. And then you got Resident Evil 2, and then now Resident Evil 3. Those games look terrific for being almost 15 years really? old, right? I've never like, seen Like, all them. those games that looked very bad now play and feel really they good. They completely replaced, like, every texture in the game. The, every texture. If you look at the difference between Resident Evil 2 and, like, the Resident Evil 2 remake, it's a completely different game. And it's, it's actually it, terrifying. It's the same right? exact story, though, and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it's the same story. It's the same story, same characters, and all of that. But it just feels so much better. Yeah. Right? I can imagine that. I can imagine that. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, basically, they just started from the ground up and just made the same story, basically. Yeah. That is just basically like them developing a whole new game. And and that and like and people are looking forward to it. I don't know if you heard about this, but like they're seven. like remaking Final Fantasy seven or nine. Yeah, I, I knew it was seven. One. I actually heard about it. It was seven. Was it seven? It's definitely seven. seven. I've heard but it's like they're expecting to be like this huge, huge remake and it's gonna look terrific and everyone's gonna buy it. Everyone who grew up with Final Fantasy is gonna buy it. People who've never played it are gonna buy it. You yeah. know, it's gonna be a huge collection, a huge mosh pit of people just ready to play this game. But I've heard it keeps getting delayed, that's the problem. Yeah, and this quarantine isn't, you know, doing it. Like, they revealed it a couple years ago. Well, they revealed them doing it a couple years ago, but then, like, just nothing happened of it, basically. Yeah. And that's what I've heard. So, like... And, and part of it, and part of it was, is that people didn't really... When, when uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, which came out, I think, a year ago, People were expecting it to be like a next installment of the greatest, like like some of the greatest franchises of all time. Which I I haven't really played the Kingdom Hearts games, but people people I love them. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I but like the, the when the third one came out, right? It came out on both PC or like Xbox 360 and or not <laughs> Xbox One and the PS4. And it like it looked good and it played good, but it wasn't the same feeling. And I think Square, I, I think Square uh, Enix yeah. like. Kind of like like sought it as like a failure compared to like what they were gonna do, and I think yeah. that kind of was a like a push in the delay for Final Fantasy VII. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna make a game that's just mainly like like attracting like old fans of the games, you have to make it have the same feel. I mean, yeah. I mean, at, the, at some point you have to add new features to make it innovative, but like you gotta know, be smart, and just like know that fans want a yeah. certain game, and if you just make it something completely different, it's gonna fail automatically. Yeah, and like part of it is. 
Games are one of those things that you can remake like a billion times and have it be better and better and better. Yeah. TV, like TV and movies, completely different story. Yeah. You can't make Starlight like like the original Star Wars movies any better. You could remake them all you wanted to, but they would I never know. be better, and they would they be would worse. Never. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'm just true. glad games can take that initiative. I mean, at some point they can get oversaturated. Like like some oh, of, some yeah. of the Assassin's Creed, like they really play too many at like, and just some games. Yeah, some games like Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty should slow down. Yeah, and like, like at least the battlefields are like like four years apart at this yeah. point. Like, like all the battlefields are four years apart. Like Call of Duty's people would be so much more excited to play if they're like at least two years apart from each one. Like yeah. it would be just kind of fresh and like it'd be and would... and that and that's and that's part of it because people well they are technically doing what you're saying what they're doing because there's two like Activision is the publisher right but there's two different developer teams for each. Call of Duty, right? Yeah, you yeah. can either have Infinity Ward or you can have Treyarch. But they're still Call of Duty either way. Yes, it's still they're Call still of Duty. Call of Duty games, and they're they still feels, good or they bad. They feel pretty similar. They feel pretty similar. And with like Blackout was a huge flop, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone hated Black Ops 4. The zombies were trash. The multiplayer was trash. There was no campaign. Everything sucked about Black Ops 4. Black there Ops was 4. nothing good that came out of Black Ops Black Ops 4, and everyone hated it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare comes out a year later. Everyone's expecting to be, oh, this is going to be really crappy. It's not even going to be the same, like, it was, timeline it was as the fresh. other Modern Warfare games. It was actually it was, very fresh for Call of Duty. It was, it was fresh. And, like I, can, like, I remember, like, sitting, like, in the same room, like, playing through that first campaign mission together. Like... Oh, it, yeah, yeah. it felt nostalgic, man. It was no, it, it was that same experience we had ten years ago, and it's right? just, it was high quality. It was just it was it very was, high. Quality. Yeah, it, it's it's high quality, and I know that like part of it was that like we wouldn't play it together because none of our friends had it, and we always played games with our friends. Yeah, and I think that also like drove it apart. But like the campaign for that game is fresh. It brings us back to the other Modern Warfare games. It's not it like. It's still like modern warfare, so it's still there's still like some technology that like isn't is yeah. still like kind of out of place, but it's not yeah. like you're flying around. There, it, you still boots on the ground. It's, you still know it's a Call of Duty, but it's it's just a fresher yeah. Call of Duty. And like even Warzone, even Warzone, it's like it's it's a battle royale that's not like any other battle royale on the market. Like it's just like it, it introduces new concepts actually like the, well no no, no. I, I mean, mean blackout is the same as warzone but warzone's just so much better than blackout i uh, yeah you know? warzone it's it's a quality it's like like they actually spent time it feels the thing is it's built off of modern warfare which is a very quality mm-hmm. game yes. but like i just like the new concepts of like how they give you so many second chances and stuff i mean it's not like a ton of new concepts like i was saying people before. yeah yeah people but, like, hate battle royales for the risk of losing I know, like you can die, you can your whole squad can just die in like five seconds, and you have to wait another five minutes to get into another game. It sucks. Yeah. But this, like, if you die, you have a second chance, and then if your teammates are still alive, you have a third chance, fourth chance, like. But you and, have to and, be strategic and, to get those chances. Yeah, and I think another aspect of that is like all the guns. Like, there's not a single piece of loot that like is the best out of all of them, right? There's no. I know they're all lists. good. Even like common right. weapons are still good. You could use the starting pistol to kill someone just as easily as you can use like a revolver or like a shotgun, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. There, there's such a fine balance of weapons that, like, when people lose all of their loot in Fortnite, you know, they, they throw their controller on the ground, they don't play it, for, like, ever again. I know, right? <laughs> in Warzone, it's like, well, everyone, it's just common loot. It's just there's fair. nothing different about it. Sure, there might be, like, okay, like, I hate this gun's recoil, I don't like burst weapons, I don't like pistols, I, I don't like shotguns. But right? if I, I like LMGs. If a legendary right? LMG went against a common LMG, they would both basically have the same chance. Right. And there's so much strategy besides loot. And like, no. think about Fortnite. It's like, okay, people who have good reflexes can win the game, and that's mm -hmm. th that's true about this game. But like, like there's. For oh wait. Yeah, uh, you go ahead. I, okay. I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay. So for example, like, just this is just like kind of what the whole game goes off of. Like, if you get a contract, you get the hunt like a bounty contract. You get to hunt somebody down. But the other person, the person that's being hunted, gets to see how close you are, and they also get money for escaping you. Like it's two-sided instead of one-sided. Yeah. And like, it's just like uh -huh. that's kind of the whole game is based off of. It's just fair, and like I and I'm glad there's other like aspects to the game. There's other goals. It's not being the last one alive. It's getting money, getting kill streaks, getting your teammates back, doing contracts and stuff. I know. I'm like glad if we all. If we all die and then we, we like keep getting second chances and we end up getting like sixth place, it feels good. It feels like kind of like you, you even won. But like, yeah. mm -hmm. it's just it's it's best the best battle royale again. My and so far. it's free. It's free. Like Fortnite, it was free. It's Everyone's free. playing Warzone now. It's I know. Good. It's the, it's so good for being free. It's Modern Warfare. It's just basically Modern Warfare, which is a sixty dollar game, but just like good. Oh, good. <laughs> It, it, it's oh yeah, it's, it's and, and I think people bought Modern Warfare just to support Warzone, right? I know they want to see more maps for Warzone. They want to see more guns. They want to see more characters. They want to see more. Just want to see it continue. Like and the thing about cosmetics for this game is, it's like it's not like skins for your character. I mean, sure it is, but like the battle passes unlocked a like certain variations of weapons from Warzone that you could use like immediately like, you could have a revolver that you just unlocked in the actual multiplayer haven't used the sink uses a single kill fit but you could get a legendary blueprint with it and just instantly be able to, to shoot it right? i know like be, it's it's a good variation of the weapon and in, there's so much incentive to play Warzone. I know, right? yeah. You, the progression, you don't even have to pay, and you still get, like, yeah. it still just works well. Mm -hmm. uh, just, um, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, put all these, like, upfront stuff, buy this, buy this, uh, like, yeah. like mm -hmm. Fortnite does and stuff. It just, it, it just wants you to play it, basically. Yeah. It's, it's very quality, it's very quality. Mm -hmm. I, I'm glad it's, I, I'm glad. And, like, another part of it, is I fully believe that the next Call of Duty will not have a Battle Royale. I Only because Warzone is so fresh, everyone's going to keep playing it. I know. They, that would be so dumb to release in a Battle Royale. I, right. think, I think they um, just they continue updating Warzone even after the next Battle, um, the next Call of Duty game comes out. And yeah, th of course they are. I know. know. And just like make that their bat their battle royale game, the Call of Duty battle royale game. Not maybe even make it like kind of separate from Modern Warfare. It's just like it's just like their battle royale game. I mean, right? Just like keep and it for years and I'm glad Warzone's because I, I I know for a fact Warzone's gonna be here to stay. Yeah. And the only good thing of that is it's Treyarch cycle, and I know that because Warzone was a huge success, they won't be working on a Blackout too. They're gonna oh be gosh, yeah. focusing their energy towards. A good multiplayer, good, good a, maps, and then they're going to be working towards 
zombies. Zombies. And in yes. uh, the zombies from Black Ops 4, the maps were cool and like the storyline was like eh, kind of crappy. But like they learned from their. I'm I'm sure they learned from their mistakes, and I'm, I'm glad. I I'm so excited to see what's gonna happen. And it's, this might be a game where I might spend the hundred dollars just to get the season pass for zombies. Yeah, or if it, if it like I, this is probably not gonna happen. But if it was just a Call of Duty focused on zombies, that would be so neat uh, yeah. because everybody would. Like, everybody has all these Call of Duties. There's enough Call of Duty, regular Call of Duty to go around. But zombies, like, we can use some fresh new updated zombies. Like, and, like, just all the old zombies maps re-updated, and they just put all their focus into it. Like, the entire, and make it super yeah. quality experience. If, was... Honestly, I think if they took, they made, like, a $60 zombies game that that had all of, like, the zombies maps. Maybe not, like, like uh, like in infinite, uh, infinite Warfare Zombies or World War II Zombies or Advanced Warfare Zombies. All the it may not have that, but all of, like, the Black Ops Zombies and, like, all the Treyarch Zombies, I think they could put that into one mosh pit game on, on release, mind you. On release. On yeah, release. No, and there's, and I think there's it, like, no microtransactions or anything. It's just you buy the game, you get all the maps. Right, you get all the maps. That's the entire. It, it's like it, 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 it might even have to be a sixty dollars game. It could be like a thirty dollar add on to like another like Call of Duty game. It could just be a be zombies amazing. oriented game, and the DLC like for this game would only be zombies. Maybe they would add two or three DLC zombies maps to every on like every DLC rotation. Like maybe right? some like fresh like some brand new zombies maps that could be DLC. But like yeah, they put all the old zombies maps into like the base game. Because, like, a lot of people already paid for those zombies maps before. Uh -huh. Like, so why would they have to pay again? They yeah. Uh, and, like, so if you look at, like, the Black Ops 1 DLCs, and I know you've, you you haven't really experienced it, but, like, yeah. every Black Ops 1 zombies, like, zombies map is good. Alright? Like, even Keen, like, Keno Dertone's good. 5 is somewhat okay, it just had to be good at it. But, like, all their DLC maps were good. And on the last DLC map, you got one that took place on the moon. On the moon, Ryan. Really? And it added all the original World at War maps. How have I never heard of that? <laughs> yeah, it, it was it it was basically the the Zombies Chronicles pre-alpha, right? Oh my god. And then you go into Black Ops 2. They had Transit, they had Buried, and they had Die Rise. Yeah. No one really cared for those three maps. It wasn't as good as like the original Black Ops maps. They were still fun, but they weren't, yeah, you know, they legendary. Didn't have the and then Mob of the Dead and Origins came out, and oh my god, people love those two maps. It's so just, much. It's, there, it's so many people's favorite maps. It's everybody. Yeah. Like, Origins and Mob of the Dead is just two, two maps that were great, and like, the only way they the could be better is just better. Time. Yeah, just better graphics, alright, at this point. Like, and Zombies Chronicles brought back Origins, it brought back all those Black Ops 1 maps with Better graphics, better gameplay, not glitchy, not glitchy. You know, yeah. it's it like, it like I'm glad it wasn't just you know ported over zombies maps, right? I know if it was just the same as that zombies match, that would be that would not have been good, right? But and like, then the the reason why Black Ops 4 zombies weren't as good, and people believe that the development of Blackout was the reason why. Yeah. Treyarch spent so much of their resources that took away from zombies and just that, put them towards Blackout. They were developing like at the boom of Battle Royale, so they just thought that would be their moneymaker, but in the end... Yeah, and then they just didn't do it correct. I mean, I'm sure people still play Blackout. I'm sure that like people like it. It's just not fun. From I've never I've played, played it, so I, so I can't... Yeah, play. neither have I. But like... I, I, it just probably, seemed like it wasn't fun. fun. It's just... It's probably not nearly as good as like Warzone or like other Battle Royales. I feel yeah. like... 
Yeah, I don't really know. I never played it though, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move. We'll move on now. So, Ryan, have you? Can you think of a game that like you've bought before, thinking that it was gonna be great, and then it was just bad? And like. Now this that. is the topic that I had a little hard, a little bit time struggling with. So. Yeah, game, I, I can. I can say that too. So. Uh, because mainly before I buy games, I make sure to get my money's worth. I research so much into a game, so I don't really have any games, that many games at least, that I don't really like. But what about a game that, like, before you started doing this? Because something must have sparked for you to, like, make sure you researched and get what your money's okay. worth out of the games. Okay, okay, I have one game. I have one game. Maybe a, maybe a 360 game, right? I have you one know. game I can talk about. So, one game that I bought, and, like, just, I just, I hated it. I just didn't like it, was Ark Survival Evolved. Not Ark Survival Okay. You know what? I, I can I, I can see where you're going with this. All so right. like Ark Survival, it's just you get into the game. Well, okay, what what were your expectations for the game? My first? expectations were gonna get into the game, we're gonna build a raft, we're gonna tame some diamond stores, and just have an overall quality experience. But when I got in, it's just I don't know, it's just I just didn't feel it just didn't feel natural to me. It just I got in. You can make your speed five thousand and run across the map in five seconds. It just doesn't have boundaries and like it just over the quality it just doesn't really feel like a quality experience like when you get a notification this big red text comes up at the top of your screen just over the quality just the small details they just i don't think they got down that well mm -hmm. and like and i oh, honestly wait one more thing before you start talking um one thing i hated i mean i understand the processing power limit limitations but like seriously, the, you can't you can't get like further than like like one beach worth away from the host before it forces you to go back. Like well, unless you like host a private server, and I, I think know, that was their big bargaining chip for people to buy servers from them. The thing, but the thing is, right. on Xbox and stuff, you can't even do that. Like yeah, it's just like there's, the multiplayer experience is awful. So what, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say like. Honestly, I can agree with you. Like, Ark wasn't the game that I thought it was going to be when I bought it. Because I also bought it for the Xbox. But, like, part of it is, I think that survival games on the Xbox as a whole just suck. Alright? If you played Ark on the PC, I feel like it would, like, like now, like today, I think it would be somewhat of a better experience, but still be crappy for you. And that's I why I think people I love Ark. Rust so much more. Because the PC is more for survival games. It just works better. It's yeah. just yeah. I mean I played Ark on the PC and I felt Right, but you were playing you were playing Ark through the Microsoft version on PC. The, like that one I don't even think it's updated, but the Steam Ark, from what I've heard, is actually okay. The Microsoft version is the same version on the Xbox, so I'm pretty sure it's pretty updated. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean this was a few years ago. It could be a little better now, but at the same time it's just like it's yeah. just it didn't work out for me. It's just I didn't like it. It's just, it's just not my type of game, at least. But a game that I bought thinking that was gonna be good and just honestly wasn't. Well, I, th this this is a PC game, and I'm gonna be honest. This is a PC game, and I thought it was gonna be fun, but it really wasn't. I was gonna I th I might get hate for this, but I think that Just Cause Three is not as good as everyone says it was. I've never played it. But what 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 is your reasoning? Okay, well like so like the Steam sale was going on, and I just got like my powerful computer. I was looking for games to fill my library, and I've heard that like Just Cause Three is a fun experience. It's just like adrenaline. Like, it's graphically beautiful. It's adrenaline filled. You love it. Yeah. And I saw that like oh you can get like all the DLC for it for like eight bucks. I was like okay you know what I'll buy it. 
I play it for like less than two hours and I just don't like it. It's not fun. It's not like a gratifying experience. It's the same reason why I hate the Saints Rose games because it's just a cluster of crap. Alright? Really? It's not like there's not even like a main like there's a story it- but like most of it is just liberating people from like a, an island like yeah. controlled by communists. You know, so Maybe not, I just have to play it's not it more. Unique. It's just but not it's unique. not like well, my expectations for this game was just for it to be like an action like movie in a I game. Know. You know, like if it was just an open world game where you can just like be like in an action movie, like even if it didn't have a story, that would be. That well, would right, be right, right. But that, that like this game is open world. It's not like not open world. Yeah. But like the expectations I had for this game just wasn't what the game actually was. You know, yeah. I wanted there to be, like, a consequential story, which is why I love, like, the Telltale games. Telltale games and games yeah. that make it so, like, your decisions like, affect the rest of the game. And There's you're just, no going you're, back. You're invested in the story, like, deeply. Like, yeah. I just I just couldn't play this game. Mm-hmm. After two hours, I uninstalled it, and I couldn't refund it because of Steam's refund policy. And it's oh one of the gosh. games that I would least, just not it for cheap. play. Yeah. All right, Ryan. We're gonna come yeah. into like the, the the running stretch of this. If you had the resources of a developer, what game would you make, and how would it be original? If I had the resources of a developer, I would like you. You wouldn't even have to be the person behind the coding of it. You just had an idea. You had like this vision, and like these, this team will like perfect your vision. What, okay. Like, what I thought about this deeply. I can probably come up with a different idea, but off the top of my head, I can really feel like a a V. I mean, like, I would say probably like a, a like a VR game that's like you're. It's really like choose your own adventure type VR game that's like meant for VR. Like so, like you're actually like the character and you go through this adventure and like every decision matters. But since you're in VR, you're much more invested because these decisions like kind of mean life or death because you feel like you're you're you're, you're, a, you're a lot more connected. To yeah, it, you're yeah. a lot more connected. That's just off the top of my head, but I'm just thinking that game would be so cool. Like um, like you could ruin your entire life and you'd kind of just feel the consequences since you're in VR. Well, what would kind of be the plot for it though? Like what what would your idea for the plot be? <sighs> Okay, for the plot, I would probably say like, if if there's be just off the top of my head, uh, maybe like, just kind of, maybe like, I mean, not really Detroit, but like something like something like Detroit, like where like there's multi, not multiple characters. I can't really think of it off the top of my head. It's kind of hard. Just like th- there, there's a lot of ways that the story could go. Yeah, there's right? a lot of ways. Like, like there's like. Even if it's not even realistic, like just as long as you can feel it, like just feel it, like. And that that that's that's part of like some like some of the things I hate about like a lot of story-based games is like I would never make that decision in my life. Like I want I want like games where you can have a choice in your power of what you want to do. Like it's just a better experience. But honestly. like then I what I don't whatever the plot is. You need to have the choices affect the plot dramatically, so you can just feel yeah. the effect. I can't think of a, like a oh, plot yeah. up front, but like if if you can just feel the effects like massively, that's that would be so great. And that's what I that's what I, like. If Quantic Dream made um made a VR game like that, that would be absolutely incredible. Honestly, I I, I I've been thinking about this, and I've had this like idea for a long time, and like the game that I would make is I want. Okay, this is probably because like, like the zombie survival mood or whatever. 
But, like, I want a post-apocalyptic, like, story game, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like I want, like, survival aspects in it, right? But I want it to be, like, a gritting story, just like The Last of Us, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, part of it was, I like, I either wanted it to be, like, a co-op game or a single-player game. Or you play as, like, four kids. Four kids. Right? Four kids stuck in an apocalypse, like, just that as would, it began. That would be so cool. Like, you just learn things as you go on since you're still kids. Yeah, but you're, you're playing as kids. Like, and you, like, you are, like, getting emotionally scarred by this. You're getting emotionally scarred. Right? You're not that good at doing things and just, like... And, like, you, you could, like, choose a character to, like... Because, like, I want, like... Like, I would, like, love, a, like, a character creation thing where you can make your character look like you. Mm -hmm. But, like like physically dis like to like almost like an accurate way to describe your personality yeah and like and then like your personality like, affects like what happens like y y the more like emotional you are the more emotional you get like around things like if somebody, yeah. when the kids die like one person get into breakdown and stuff if yeah like i want like full-on breakdowns i want and honestly th this could just be like a game that would never happen this could be a perfect game but i don't like but, like, yeah. another thing that, like, I want this game to have is I want it to kind of be like RimWorld where it's a different story every time. That would be I want so it to be, like, randomly generated maps, randomly generated NPCs. Like, yeah, Rim just... Dude, RimWorld, like, that captures, like... Just like it makes you emotionally attached to the characters every time because like they all have different mm -hmm. characters, they all have different personalities, they all connect to each other, and like you, and they like they break down. It's just if that were to put into like the game you were talking about, it would just be so amazing. But like yeah, but like I wanted, I want there to be like the only base game, like like the base thing is it, it's four, it's four kids. And it's, like, during an apocalypse. Mm -hmm. I don't care if, like, the apocalypse starts when you're kids. I don't care, like, if it's, like, like 30 years or 100 years later. I want it to be different every time. I want, oh, like, yeah. I want, like, so much replayability of this game that it's, it's like, like if you could get, like, 100 hours in and not get bored of it. Like, the AI dungeons. Like, if someone, like, a more advanced version of that AI was put yeah. in there. Because, like, RimWorld is actually, the, is actually the, it's told by an AI. That's what it says. Like, it's yeah. AI storyteller. Like, if they got a more advanced AI, like, from AI dungeons and put it into that type of game and made it so, like, visually, like, you can see what the AI is thinking, like, mm -hmm. that would be absolutely incredible. Infinite replayability. And, like, I want it, like, I don't want there to be, like, a certain goal in the end. I want it just to simply be survive. four kids working together to survive. And, like, I like I want this to be a game where you can do anything. And, I mean, you Gosh. could kill, like, all three of your friends and, like, have that be the end of the game. It could be one of you, like, you become infected and you die. Like, I want there just to be... So many different aspects, like... So many aspects. I want it to be emotionally telling. You can, like, like, start your own government, even that far. Yeah, like, you, you could start in another society. Like, there's so many routes you could go. And, like... Oh, my gosh. Uh, like, it would literally being have... able to, like, kill or leave alive anyone in that game. Like, you, a... you could run away from a zombie, and, like, that could, like, be affected or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, whatever you do... There's always more to learn about the game. There, you never, yes. you never know like ex like everything about the game. Like if you have, and the best thing about it is like DLC could come out and just add so much more. There could be more guns. There could be more items. There could be just so much more things you could do. Yeah, right, I would know? say, I would say, yeah. But like, I feel like they like just updating the base game a ton because if you add DLC, mm -hmm. you can't really update that DLC much. 
but like right so like mm -hmm. if it was just a game that was in development indefinitely like it never stopped ceased development like minecraft but like until like a, like a sequel came out right like until like oh well, yeah until like a new sequel with completely like revamped graphics and all that kind of stuff yeah so, like yeah like and like the reason like i, I was thinking this game because like we played through like most of a way out and like I want this to be like that. Like I want it to be like, like a always way out. New. But four people, yeah. But it's always something new. And like I know, I know this game cool. will never happen. There might be like close-ups, like the be games that like slightly resemble it. But that would just be like, it's open. In world. my opinion, the best game. That would. Yeah. Okay, that would, I agree. That would with be you. my perfect game. Even more than my game that I I suggested that would legitimately be the best game of all time. That would so be. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is that is actually a great idea. Yeah, I don't know, and I, I think too much, like, the game would just be, like, over 200 gigabytes at this point. It would like, be, no, it would be huge. Just, like, yeah, it would be, be a AI, huge game. Like, an AI that big would just, like, and it, and the AI would probably just, like, run on, like, the cloud and, like, just mm -hmm. really be powerful and just... All... But, like, if you think about it, like, so many aspects of, like... Literally every like every major YouTuber could just play through like a run through of this game and everyone would watch it because it would be different. It would be different you be every spoiling single anything. time. It would, yeah, it would be different every single time. There could be YouTube channels just dedicated to that game. Period. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. You know, I just. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like, it, it's it, like it would, in my opinion, it would be the perfect game. It would like be a whole platform instead of a game, basically. Just yes. Like infinite replayability. A platform. You know. Mm -hmm. And like the best part about it is like I was considering like if if like if I was like in charge of the entire game, mm -hmm. and like a, like a debate I was having in my mind is would I have it be free to play? And like part of it would be is like sure I could make it free to play, but like I would be spending so many so much time and resources I into know, this no, game that would that, that like so many years to make and it would yeah like but like I also wouldn't make it expensive right. I would make this pro like Maximum if I had to, if I, this was an actual thing and it was as good as I could make it, I would sell it for twenty dollars just so that anyone $20. could play it and it can be an investing experience. Oh my gosh! Yeah, if you were to do that, you would have so many players. Oh my gosh, everybody would play it. Everybody, yeah. you would just have to get it out to the YouTubers and like everybody would see it's a different story every single time. And like part of it could be this could be like a ten year development cycle. Oh, it probably would be. Like <laughs> But like I would love like just pre alphas and betas and alphas and just that would, yeah. everything. It would just like you you'd be with you'd like be connecting with the fans as early on. You wouldn't be secret like as early on as possible, you wouldn't be secretive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like honestly, like even if I didn't have like if I if I just like took a day you know, spent like two months learning the basics of, basics of Unity and just trying to program a prototype, mm -hmm. and like just reach out to YouTubers and say, "Hey, you want to play like through this prototype of a game? I think it might be really cool." I think that like if if like maybe if we work together on this, I'm I like, already know Unity, yeah. If if we if we made like if we could make it famous enough, tr like AAA developers would be begging for us to sell this game to them Basically. right or like hiring us telling us like hey we need to get this out there we could speed up your development cycle we can make this the best game of all time and everyone would play it right that There's would just be so incredible. much and then like after five years of development it would just be like the perfect game yeah and just that's actually something we should probably do to be honest i mean yeah 
Yeah. I'm learning Unity as we're speaking. Like, how do you know a ton? And uh, we can we can build a prototype. I can send you. I can we can you can start learning and then we just start building the prototype. Yeah. That would legit. It, it would it would take a long time and the part of the part where the hardest part would be the AI, of course. Yeah. But maybe maybe like maybe the AI thing is a stretch, right? Well, the AI thing would like, be a future thing, probably. Yeah, but like maybe not even like AI, but like maybe if we made like if like if I I want like the first release of this game, like the first full release to have like. Over ten campaigns that like are like ten hour playthroughs, just like ten different like ways to go basically. Yeah, mm -hmm. ten, like not not even like ten different like I'm talking ten different completely different like like stories. to well, not ten different stories, more ten different like branches. Like you can build a government. Yeah, you can all like go into like you all build you can build like this big place and then you all die and you can blow up the earth. You know like yeah. and then eventually it'd be fifty. 50 different ways yes and just like as the as the development continues it'll just be adding more and more and more, and more until and it's more. basically you can't count as as many you can't count yeah and that's yeah. that would be the perfect game mm -hmm. like of course the graphics like the first alpha would just like it would look awful and stuff but it would be functional it would, it would be functional it would yeah it would be functional because you don't really add like, like the make it look amazing to like after alpha basically but like, and like that—that's that, like, and I—I I want people to be emotionally connected to these characters. Oh, yeah. It's like you. I—I I, I like. I want to have people see themselves in this game. Mm -hmm. Just like, be able to customize and make it like themselves. Yeah. And like, also like another aspect I haven't like talked about yet is like, honestly, I would want voice recognition from this game. I want you to be the one speaking to the NPCs. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's that's not something we can do right away, but that would that would be absolutely incredible. I mean, actually, that's, yeah. that wouldn't be too much of a stretch. Like, AI Dungeons, the, you can use text-to-speech, and then the dun like AI Dungeons would respond. So, like, why can't you yeah. do that for, like, this type of application? <laughs> so, like, that wouldn't be too much of a stretch. And It wouldn't. And then the proximity chat and all that kind of stuff, of course. And honestly, and like another part, another part of this game is like, what what if it's not like a private game? What if like the entire fan base was this entire singular one? Same. And then you spawn in like a completely random location. Yeah, I'm talking like a one to one scale of the Earth, right? You oh know, like gosh. we're just a different planet. Okay, <laughs> yeah, not the Earth. That would be like a maybe three terabyte game. No, more than three terabytes, but <laughs> but yeah, if it was just like its own planet, kind of that resembles Earth but smaller, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. And then you're like, oh, you can build your own technologies and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be really cool. And there's so many different branches you can take. That, yeah. Well, we, we, we could talk about this forever, yeah, we really but could. it's 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 time, time we we ended off here. Uh huh. Uh, but 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 we have one specific thing one specific. to to do. We're we're gonna we're gonna end off every podcast episode. Oh, no, I'm scared. With this, and it's gonna be great. And for actually uh, to think about, it, I think this is 
a pretty successful podcast. I think we had a lot to talk about, a lot to like I do, unearth, I, and like a lot of content to you know keep people to listen. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just so. And um, I, yes, we talked a lot more than I thought we would. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was. It was we we talked pretty about pretty deep into these different topics. And we were going to end mm-hmm. every podcast starting today with Nick's meme of the day. Oh no. No, 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 no. What's no. Ryan, I'm going to DM you a meme. What's next meme of the day? I'm going to DM you it. Okay. I am sending it. Let me see next meme of the day. In three, two, two one. one. And for those of you watching on YouTube, I will put this on the screen. Oh my gosh. You know what? That is literally the most accurate thing I've ever seen in my life. I know. <laughs> this is amazing. That is so accurate. <laughs> okay, that is that is great. What about for the people just listening? Well, for the people just listening, this will be an encouraging moment for you to watch it on YouTube. And you know what? I'll put a timestamp at the end just so you can look at the meme. Or... We'll put it on our Instagram, on the pirated Instagram if we have to. We'll figure it out, but thank you for listening to the first episode of the podcast. A punch. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And we'll see you later. In the punch squad. Wait. Next week. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. And his name is John C. <laughs>